it's the next level. Welcome, Primers, into this issue 116 of the DC Primetime Podcast uh, here on the Next Level Podcast Network. From the spotlight, also here on the Next Level Podcast Network, I am Ben Beck. And from the Caffeine Group cast of pods, I... Oh, my God. I was about to say something and I forgot, but I don't care anyway. So I am a, Rob Martin. A very <laughs> tired and exhausted Rob Martin. Yeah, yeah. Um, exhausted <laughs> is, is a very key phrase uh, for me this morning. But you, you it, had a, it, yeah, you had a long day yesterday. It's fine. Yeah. So it wasn't that I was. I forgot who I was. I, I just was about to say something else, and I'm like, nope, it's gone. <laughs> so, <laughs> no, that's perfectly fine. Like I said, you had a long day uh, supporting your wife, and that's all that matters. So, yeah, man. Uh, you know, you know, we had a we had a uh, book festival in Baltimore that she was she was at, and uh, you know, getting a chance to show out uh, some of her stuff. So it was pretty cool. Yeah, uh, a bunch of as your wife had put it, a bunch of books about like sex and everything and else. murder and murder and, um, yeah amongst and, children's books so it was fun yeah well i mean there was all types of books but we were directly next to a uh a, a you know a series of books about how to best uh you know teach your children about things like hi i'm different and cat's like hi i kill people <laughs> so <laughs> and so it's, it's it was really funny because there'd be that shift where it's like parents and their kids and then they slide over one booth and we're talking like a foot <laughs> so there's not a lot of space between the two and it's just kind of like we have sex and murder yeah good it, morning but it, it was fantastic it's fine though yeah we both oh, had yeah. we both had exhausting days for different reasons you uh supporting your wife and me uh first hike of the season i'm, I'm i love hiking and it's uh there's a beautiful park in our area here that I love going to and uh, first time taking the new – I was going to say taking the new leg for a spin, but taking the repaired leg for a spin. First uh, oh, first hike since my surgery. Leg. It's okay. Yeah. yeah. First hike since my surgery earlier this year and uh, the leg held up great, so I was excited about that. I am jealous. Uh, my foot stopped working yesterday, so oh. I'm going back to I'm going back to PT this week. Oh, so. that sucks. <laughs> Yeah, fun. Uh, but a relatively easy episode for you guys this week as we're just covering news. We're we're so close to the season starting. We're only two or three – two weeks away at this point. <clears throat> I think just under two weeks. Uh, right. Um, so wait. Should we, we let everybody know the schedule for the next couple weeks? I yeah. Think? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Um, this week we're just going to bring you guys news. That's pretty much all we're going to do. So uh, it's going to be relatively simple. Next week, though, we are going to give you uh, – they've officially released the synopsis for all the pilots of – or pilots, premieres of all the shows. So we're going to do our season preview next week. Uh, yep, talk so 117, straight up, it's the preview episode, like kind of like every year, I think we, we th kind of do that. So. Yeah, I think we do do a preview episode every year, so we're just going to go over the synopsis of all the premieres, uh, and we're going to talk about what we expect from the seasons and possibly make some predictions as well. Yep. 
Uh, and then the week after that, I know I'm excited. It's all Titans, man. It's the, the new episode of Titans will have premiered by that point on the DC universe. And that is all we're going to talk to you about. Cause I know I still think that some of the, you, some of the fandom is torn, but I, I don't think either one of us are. We're excited. No, um, I, I'm incredibly, incredibly pumped. Uh, we've got to see a couple new, uh, little pieces in kind of little vignettes that have been released over the last couple of days. Now, like we finally got to see Beast Boy transform into like a tiger in one of those pieces of footage. I mean, I'm, I'm generally excited for the show and I think it's going to be a slow burn. Uh, I really do, but I think that's okay. Yeah, no, but I'm, I'm right there with you. And, um, uh yeah and then after that man it's down to business as the seasons begin and we start watching and breaking down <clears throat> and we uh start tearing out what's well i don't have any hair left i shave mine off but um yeah and you generally do too yeah uh, we have it we can we can rip out our beard hair it's that's okay. true yeah so we're so. we're back to business in three weeks and um hopefully these shows are, are coming back strong and i'm excited yeah, uh, as long as I have, uh, we have a year that's not like last year. Um, that's really all I ask for. And that, that hopefully does not mean that all the shows are worse. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, so. exactly. Um, so now you know our schedules. Um, couple things we'll make mention of after the news. Uh, well, in regards to Extra Life, which we talk about all the time, uh, which we've been talking about quite a bit uh, recently, and we'll we'll let you know. Uh, about the prizes that we have going right now and how you can earn those prizes. So definitely stick around after we talk about the news. And I'm back to a comic book recommendation this week. I haven't done a comic book recommendation for a oh, while. Oh, I, I, I am too. <laughs> it might be the same one then. So we'll, yeah, we'll, we'll find, we'll, we'll get there at the end, but, yeah. uh, holy crap, there was a book this week that, uh, <laughs> damn. Oh, we're talking so. about the same one. We have to be. Yeah, uh, we can just say now. Heroes in Crisis. Yes, Heroes in Crisis. Oh <laughs> man, it was really intense, but also it pissed me the hell off because of two people. <sighs> so, but it was really good, and I'm like, wait, what? No, no, don't do that. <laughs> so, yeah, but we'll talk. Uh, but, we'll talk about uh, it a little bit yeah. more at the end. So, yeah, uh, let's hit the DC news because I know there is uh, a little bit out there right now. Right. Because uh, we mentioned crisis and it's actually smart that we bring up heroes in crisis now because one of the big key things we're going to get to in the later part of this uh, maybe involves one. So we'll see. Yeah. Uh, so let's start with the really simple stuff. So there has been some discussion right now. And again, take this with a grain of salt. Uh, Will Smith has been confirming that he is meeting with Warner Brothers execs about looking at a Suicide Squad spinoff still by doing a Deadshot film. Uh, you know, we don't know too, too much. Uh, there's been rumblings about this for quite some time. And really all he stated was on his YouTube channel was, I hope so. I love playing Deadshot. I really enjoyed the character. Uh, they've been talking about it. So if a good idea comes around, we'll be having more meetings. But uh, I would love to. I absolutely love this character. And that's all he said. So it's not really confirming or denying he has been meeting with with uh, Warner Brothers to do this. But uh, it's it sounds like it's a possibility. And I think right now they're they're really just taking their time and trying to figure out the next move. So. I like I liked his portrayal of the character. So I wouldn't mind seeing a spinoff if they went that route. Yeah, I, I think it would work fine. Um, and you know, one of the other interesting things, too, is uh, there's another film that we've been talking about for, it feels like, an eternity. It sounds like it's finally got a production start date. And that is The Batman by Matt Reeves. Uh, the script has been turned in. Apparently, Warner Brothers absolutely loves it. And it sounds like 
2019 uh it is a go for filming for most likely for the summer so it sounds like we're going to be hearing something i would probably expect on the sooner uh about maybe little tiny pieces whether it's you know potential villains casting all these pieces there is also some rumblings as well and again take this with a grain of salt uh and i think you're going to hear that phrase quite a bit um (laughs) so but i i think what was kind of interesting is there was a lot of rumblings though too that Ben Affleck has taken a break or like a short kind of break from his uh, time in recovery. And he had actually was to- uh, apparently met with Warner brothers executives. Uh, I think this past week. Well, that part, that part's been confirmed. He did meet that with Warner brothers. Confirmed. It's just as to what was the meeting What's in the regards to. Yeah. Right. If the question of it has anything to do with the DC brand, anything like that. So no one really quite knows, but, um, you know, that that is there. We already pretty much know at this point in time, though, that Matt Reeves, the Batman is probably not going to be Ben Affleck. So it's but it's it's a possibility. It still could be. So well, I, who keep, knows? I keep hearing rumblings that the, <clears throat> the new catchphrase of Batman is hamming it up. And um, no, that's not true at all. I would just love if that was the case. John Hamm well, for Batman. There has been <laughs> a lot of quotes from John Hamm recently. He's like, man, he's like, that would be exciting, wouldn't it? Yeah. Uh, and. I don't know what that means, but you know, he he keeps saying he he would love to take the role. I want it. I so, want it so bad. If, I, if, Affleck, if Affleck can't do it, I want it to be John Hamm. I really do. Well, they're both about the same age. So, yeah, uh, I mean, I think John Hamm is about 46, 47, if memory serves correctly. And, so. and I thought Affleck was a fantastic Batman. So I, I if he could return, I'd like to see it. If not, and they go a different route, oh, John Hamm would be great. I'd love it. Yeah. Well, let's go into some other casting news. Uh, well, we have been knowing for quite, we've known for quite some time that Game of Thrones, uh, actor and also, uh, Kingsman, the Golden Circle actor, Pedro Pascal, uh, is going to be Wonder Woman 1984. Now all rumors are kind of pointing to the fact of who he's playing. And that is none other than Maxwell Lord, uh, which could be very, very interesting because if that's the case, um, him playing this character uh, in Wonder Woman 1984, uh, that could mean we could see a very friendly version of Maxwell Lord, or we could see that villainous version of Maxwell Lord that we see Wonder Woman ultimately kill uh, in the comics. So it's it's a high possibility it could be one or the other. Um, that, you know, Maxwell Lord, we see him make the villain twist back in, uh, if memory serves correctly, that was in Infinite, well, the lead up to Infinite Crisis. Uh, when he sh- uh, shoots Ted Cord, so very curious to see uh, what they do with it. But I think if that if uh, Pedro Pascal is the person that they do cast, it's great casting. I think that he would be a wonderful, wonderful uh, person to uh, you know, portray that character. Yeah. So that would be great. Uh, so big wait and see. Uh, but jumping into another movie, there has been some other casting news that was fairly intense this week, uh, and that is we have two of our leads of Birds of Prey have officially been cast. And uh, I got to say right off the bat, and I think you agree, man, great, great casting for both of these people. Oh, I agree uh, completely. I think it's fantastic this, casting. And this jumps into as well what we were saying last week when we talked news, uh, that there was a high chance we might be seeing a biracial actress taking on the role of Black Canary. That indeed ended up being true. We have found out officially that Journey Smollett-Bell has been cast as Black Canary. So that was really just excellent. She's been in Friday Night Lights, Underground, True Blood, uh, a fantastic actress. And I think she could do a lot of great, um, great work with this character. 
And there have been already multiple images out there, people doing like mock-ups of what she could look like as the character. And once I saw a few of them, I'm like, man, I'm so in and she looks perfect. Yeah. So, uh, but the other casting too, is we found out who is going to be portraying Helena Bertinelli, AKA the Huntress. And that is Mary Elizabeth Weinstead, which is also wonderful casting. Uh, you know, we've seen her in 10 Cloverfield Lane, Fargo, Brain Dead, Scott Pilgrim uh, versus the world. The world. Yeah. I mean, like, it's it's excellent, excellent casting. So uh, I'm 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 absolutely ready for uh, for for this, and I'm looking forward to seeing the next pieces of casting that come out that are going to be working alongside Margaret Robbie on this film. I think um, I think they they're they're pulling wonderful casting so far. So well, I know I don't know if it's a new story that you have well, in there. I, it's that's my next one. Okay. <laughs> rumbling of who may be playing our big bad uh, Roman Sionis, aka. Black Mask, and it sounds like right now that Warner Brothers is eyeing one of two actors. That's either Charlton Copley, which he is a fantastic choice, but the choice I want even more is the other name on this list, Ewan McGregor. Uh, I think both of them could bring a really amazing, amazing take on this character. Uh, I think Copley is just... He really just proved how awesome he was back in District 9. Oh my god, yeah. But also in a team, um, all these pieces that he's done, you know, he's a really wonderful actor. And, you know, we don't have to say anything about you and McGregor. Uh, <laughs> no, we know how you feel about you and McGregor. I, I think I think in all honesty, either of these choices would be a wonderful casting. So that's I how I feel, too. I think if you went uh, you could go in either direction and it would be a great fit. Yeah, uh, I, I don't think they have any kind of problem whatsoever. I, I think they're they're definitely right where they need to be, you know, so I expect we're going to hear about this very, very soon. Uh, and again, this this came from Variety, which has been breaking a ton of DC stories recently. So we'll see what the case is going to be. But we still have the casting of Roman's character, uh, Renee Montoya, Cassandra and Cassandra Kane as our the, the remaining leads. And then I think David Kane's character as well. So it's going to be a big question of who's going to fall into this place. So, yeah. uh, but that covers all the movie news. So let's get some of the other small stuff out of the way and we'll get into the final big thing. Cause we may talk a little bit about that. So, uh, if we jump over to DC universe side, uh, swamp thing, we found out that Jennifer Beals has been cast in uh, Swamp like swamp thing as well. Uh, obviously she's from the taken TV series. She was in the grudge Two, book of Eli, the L word, uh, flash dance. Uh, and she's going to be playing the role of sheriff Lucille, uh, cable, it's going to be a completely new character in the DC universe. Doesn't have any connection to previous things. Uh, all we know right about her is she's a tough as nails and pragmatic sheriff with a fierce devotion to her son, Matt, and is rivaled by her uh, sworn duty to serve and protect the town of um, Morales, I think it is. Uh, and then as, uh, as the community that she has dedicated her life to defending is beset by strange forces, Lucia uh, must double down her efforts to safeguard everything she holds deal uh, holds dear. So, and again, they just reiterated this uh, swamp thing will be a hard R rating, and it won't be skipping on any form of brutality whatsoever. I'm so. still waiting, man, on word on who's playing Swamp Thing. I mean, there hasn't been any casting announcement for it yet. I'm sure Not they yet. have names in mind, but right. And again, you know, I, I would assume the first episode uh, or the two was when we'll be dealing with Alec Holland. Uh, you know, normal Alec Holland for like pre-transformation, and then we know we're going to get somebody in a suit at that point. So at that point in time, they could have somebody completely different come in and voice the character. Uh, we've already seen that they're not afraid to cast big names to do so. I mean, Christ, look at Doom Patrol. They've got Timothy Dalton, Brendan Fraser. Um, I mean, they're they're 
they're pulling some big names into these shows, so uh, we can see anything. Yeah. Um, so another little piece that's interesting that's happening is uh, the CW is airing something uh, quite unexpected. Uh, so Constantine the Legend Continues, which was from the CW Seed, um, like I said, is going to be actually airing with additional scenes. Uh, on the CW, Monday, October 15th. And in addition to it, it's also giving a sneak peek at Legends of Tomorrow season, uh, like season four, which is going to be de- debuting the following week. Cause remember, we have a kind of a rolling premiere this year. Not everything's lo- like launching week one. Uh, we, we've got it spread out a little bit. So, but I think this is very interesting because this sounds like that CW is really behind Legends and they're doing what they can to kind of help up the, uh, the viewership. And I think this is a smart move. Um, so I don't know if you agree with that, but I think this is a perfect way to kind of help. Well, I bring additional I, I, support. I, and I do agree with that. And I also think it's a little bit of a way to test the waters for, with Constantine. Uh, cause I did read an article not too long ago. Um, I guess from, I believe it was from one of the producers of arrow who had said that when they had brought Constantine into arrow, they really didn't do it because of the series that was on CBS. They did it basically just because they wanted to bring Constantine in. And they they brought Matt Ryan in because of the fact that he had already portrayed the role. And it really had nothing to do with the series. But they were kind of blown away by the reaction that they got from mm-hmm. the fans in the fact that they brought in Matt Ryan and brought it in. And that's one of the reasons why he's still there. So I, I kind of think – you know, it's kind of slowly evolving from, you know, a one episode, a one off episode with Arrow to two episodes on Legends to now being pretty much a full time cast member for at least for this season of Legends. I think this could potentially test the waters to for another backdoor pilot to, to yeah, continue to either, continue the show. Yeah. Either like a backdoor pilot um, to re- to revive the show or to just make him possibly a full-fledged member of the Arrowverse going forward after this season. Well, I mean, I think we, we can already say at this point in time now because of Legends of Tomorrow that he is just a full-fledged member. I think it's the question of – I, I have a feeling this is this is a chance. Is, is he going to be one of the leads nail of things going forward? Or is it they're just going to say, hey, man, we're, 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 we're restarting Constantine um, oh, like full force on the CW? And it's going to be, I think – I think we're not going to see that anytime soon. I think Batwoman's going to be the important test of waters point. And then I think if we see one of these shows end, there's a higher chance that Constantine could jump into the mix. Well, not only that, but I think it's also a possibility that this could not just be a – because I do believe there are some tie-ins as far as production and producers and writers between DC Universe and and the Arrowverse, unless I'm wrong on that. So this could potentially be another way to backdoor pilot Constantine for DC Universe. Um, there, there are some uh, same producers. Uh, they have said so far, from what we understand, that none of the Arrowverse shows and the DC Universe shows will be doing any form of crossover. I wouldn't so, think so. It, it'd be too complicated at that point. Yeah, because then you're like, hey, you can only watch this show on a streaming service and not CW. Uh, the CW shows are not even on the Arrowverse because of deals with Netflix. So I don't think we're going to see that water change until that Netflix contract wraps. So um, so I think it's a couple of years before that that even has a possibility I don't know what the last contract that they signed, if it was for a year, two to three years, so on and so forth. But I think you might see something like that down the road. But I think we we have a little bit of time. But I have a feeling you're going to see Matt Ryan become a 
kind of a force to be reckoned with once he he's on uh, Legends full force this coming season. And I think you're going to see a massive influx in viewership. And I think that was one of the this is a smart move, too, because if they're concerned about the ratings numbers, which they really shouldn't be because ratings are broken down so differently nowadays. But I mean, like, think about how strong of a presence Legends even had at Comic-Con, um, you know, out of all of the Arrowverse shows that they put Bebo on a, a swag bag <laughs> yes. versus Flash or Arrow or anything like that. They used Bebo. They know that they have something and. I think they realize the fans are turning around on it in a big way and are really falling in love with that show. Constantine being a part of that mix, all that can do is help it. Um, and it it's bringing more attention and putting a heavier spotlight on a show that deserves it. And I, I really think that they're going to have something fun and special. Uh, there has been some great shots of like things coming up like for the season, and we'll talk about it a ton more next week. But there was a title of an episode for this year called uh, it's called the legends of meow meow. Uh, I think it was, and <laughs> yeah. I'm like, Oh my God. Or it was like, it was like meow meow of tomorrow. And it shows a picture of a cat ripping through the uh, script pages on their copy. And I'm like, that's amazing. Um, and then in addition to, uh, that, I mean, we, one of the episodes we know it's called Gary, the Virgin, which was, it, so we know Gary's going to be involved in this season again, which makes everybody happy. And uh, but we've also seen that one of the, the, the villains that they're going to be fighting this season is a unicorn, which is only going to be hysterical. I mean, it sounds like we have a lot of fun coming this year with 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 legends. And I think Constantine's going to be a big part of that. Yeah, so. I agree, too. And it's funny, too, real quick that you mentioned like the ratings and how rating systems are so much different now. And I that's something I try and tell people a lot when, you know, I get reports of people coming to me and saying like, well, ratings are really low on the show, so I don't know if it's going to survive. I'm like, well, you, you have to look at things a little different because ratings are never going to be what they used to be. There's so much content out there now that you're not no show, no matter how good it is, is going to get the ratings they used to be. No ratings, ratings numbers are so much lower now for anything. Even the most popular shows, you look at shows like fear the walking dead or or walking dead and people like saying, well, the ratings are really low. Guess what? It's still AMC's number one show. Just because the ratings are low doesn't mean it's a bad show. It just means there's so much other content out there because of Netflix and Hulu and Amazon and everything else that, Shows just aren't going to get the same viewerships they are going to anymore. So you can't go by ratings as much as you used to. Yeah, no, it's true. All right, let's jump to the next thing because unfortunately I'm coming down to my last yes. 15 minutes of time I have, yes. but um, that's my bad. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, but there's a couple other small things too I want to touch on real fast. Uh, so, Superman the movie is going to be coming to 4K H, uh, Ultra HD Blu ray for the first time to celebrate the 40th anniversary. Um, I think I actually might buy this. Uh, <laughs> I, I might really, buy it really specifically for the pop vinyl figure you can get with it. I don't <laughs> know if you saw that one or not. Uh, I did not. I, I, I did not. But I mean, um, we, we do know, like I said, it's going to be coming out November 6th. So and um, select uh, digital retailers will be carrying the digital version of the Ultra HD as well. So uh, very excited to see when this comes out, because, again, after we recently rewatched it, uh, I I'm I. I I think I kind of want to own this in, a, in the best possible way again, because uh, man, oh man, that was uh, such a fun, fun return to a classic film. Yeah, it, it's a uh, great movie. Well, there's another story that uh, came out of uh, what that we've expected for some time. But uh, some news that came out was quite interesting about this. And again, this is a rumor, 
but it sounds like it's a very credible rumor. Uh, everybody's been wondering, Rocksteady, uh, the guys that made the Arkham series uh, that stretched across the PlayStation, uh, PlayStation 3, Xbox 360, into the Xbox One PS4 generation, have not had a new game out for quite some time. The last thing they made was the Arkham VR for PlayStation VR, which came out about two years ago, uh, which is a fantastic thing. But it sounds like we were expecting to see something from them last year uh, at the Game Awards or the like PlayStation Experience. Uh, well, it sounds like we won't be seeing anything from them until early 2019 for an unveiling. Uh, and all signs were pointing to a Superman game. Well, it sounds like that is not the case whatsoever. It sounds like the title that they're indeed working on is a little game called Justice League Crisis. Uh, so it's a full Justice League game, it sounds like, from the rumors, bear in mind. Now, this kind of got leaked via 4chan, so, but a lot of times, a lot of the video game leaks that do come out of 4chan end up being legit. So it's, but again, take with a grain of salt. But the post said the characters that are playable in the game are Superman, Batman, Wonder Woman, Flash, Green Lantern, Cyborg, and Aquaman. They also said to expect cities such as metropolis and more and each game's dlc may bring additional cities to the game and all of them will be about the size of the city of gotham in arkham knight so sounds like a massive game but the interesting thing is this is for next gen consoles not ps4 not xbox one they're talking playstation 5 and uh, xbox's new codename scarlet and pc so they're saying more than likely, this will be unveiled when Microsoft and Sony make their unveils. More than likely in 2019 for console release in 2020. I didn't even uh, know so, they were working on next-gen consoles yet. Oh, dude, you got to remember, we're, we're in year six of console life. This is time. This is the time uh, that yeah, we usually true. hit. So if they come out in 20, 2020, we're in year year seven uh, for the console cycle. So that's that that fully connects to almost every previous gen. It feels different because of Xbox One X and PS4 Pro because we had that half step, but uh, it would firmly put us in the normal timeline. Uh, and, you know, even at um, E3 this past year, um, Phil Spencer, the head of Xbox, did come out and say, you know, we're already well on the way and working on Xbox Scarlet and we'll be unveiling that soon. Uh, we've known for quite some time that PS5 uh, has been, um, you know, heavily in the works and all signs are pointing to a 2019 unveiling. So I would not be surprised if we see a March release, um, you know, 2020 for either of these systems. And my guess is we're going to see Xbox come out uh, first. Then we'll see PS5 shortly after. Um, it's going to be, I think, a very interesting console gen, though. So we'll see what everything breaks down to. But uh, again, take with this with a grain of salt, but uh, very curious. And uh, all right. And I have to wrap up these last two things really quickly. So we have found out that the Arrowverse crossover has an addition uh, has officially been announced as being titled Elseworlds, which I love it. I absolutely love that title. Yeah. Uh, the Elseworlds brand was always this fun kind of like what if stories kind of like what if this happened here? And, you know, Clark Kent uh, arrived in Gotham and kind of became Batman. <laughs> so like things like that. And I like those are always been fun, fun stories. And it, it makes me, yeah, it makes me wonder if they're going to do anything like that or if this crossover is pretty much just going to be like a one-off. I mean, cause you got to figure Elseworlds were kind of like the uncanon or non-canon stories in the exactly. comics. It, I, it makes me wonder if they're going to do like a bunch of crazy stuff and then by the end of it, just kind of wipe the slate clean and go back to normal. Or if there's going to be re repercussions that are going to 
kind of reverberate throughout the rest of the show. Well, there's a you know it's interesting that you mentioned that because what confuses us about Elseworld is <laughs> new uh-huh. casting. Uh, and that is, and I just closed the wrong article, <laughs> Damn. Um, but <laughs> um, we have found out officially that uh, we have an interesting cast uh, cast member joining this episode, and that's none other than the Monitor. Um, and if you don't know who the Monitor is in DC continuity, he, he always shows up. When uh, <laughs> we have a crisis on our hands, yeah, and that makes us wonder: Are we is 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 this going to be a crisis on the small screen? And uh, we do have the official casting, and I'm just pulling that back up now. And it's LaMonica Garrett has been cast as the Monitor. So, um, like I said, you know that character first appeared in Crisis on Infinite Earths was the person that helped kind of pull together the heroes to take on the Anti-Monitor, uh, which is kind of one of the biggest bads in DC Universe continuity. So it makes me wonder, are we getting, is the Anti-Monitor showing up in this? What What is happening here? So, But that original crisis brought on the death of two massive characters, and that was Barry Allen and Supergirl. So, man, anything can happen. So maybe it's a possibility that we might see earth's merge in this and that's and uh, and and that's a prediction that i'm i'm kind of strangely making and, and that's the fact that you know if 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 you're familiar with canon and or you're familiar with the universe and the comic universe the monitor was the one that you know the earths were in danger and the only way to save them was to merge them and that's when the multiverse became merged into one earth and i don't see them doing that on that large of a scale with this because the multiverse does kind of play a larger part in the flash. And I don't think they'll take that away from the flash, but I could see this as being an opportunity to merge earth one and earth 38, bringing Supergirl and the DEO and, you know, and Superman and Lois into the main fabric of everything else so that right. they're no longer on different earths. I could see them doing it on a smaller scale and merging two earths to save them rather than every earth. Right, because that brings in problems and stuff. But like you know, we we have seen even when other you know when this initially happened and the Earths collided, a lot of the Earths were destroyed first, and then we saw a fusion of a few Earths into one. Um, so it's possible this this could be hey Earth X has been destroyed because we all know what Earth X is now. You know, it, so all these pieces could could indeed happen, and then we'll see Earth two. Um, when Earth 38 or maybe Earth 3 end up merging, where we no longer need to start doing breaches to different universes, but it's just going to be, it could change everything. So I'm very curious, but I'm also very excited, uh, the fact that they're bringing the Monitor in, because he's such an in- interesting, imposing character. And uh, I- I'm really curious on how that's going to impact Elseworlds. So, but yeah, all signs are pointing to, in my in my opinion, pointing to a crisis. Yeah, so. which which would be very interesting. And all I have to say to wrap that up is, if they do destroy Earth X, as you had mentioned, they better save Snart and Ray first. I hope so. So we'll see what happens. Yeah. But uh, that wraps up the news. So uh, I guess recommendations and um, well, we'll, let's we'll... let's take like two minutes and just mention Extra Life one more time. Oh, um, yeah, as yeah, part yeah. of the cheap plugs. And, you know, as we have mentioned and throughout numerous uh, the past couple weeks, uh, we do have our charity event coming up in by the time you're listening to this a month and a day. Uh, so but we do have some cool prizes that we got. We we do have um, a signed bat a Arkham Batman statue signed by Kevin Conroy. So you will have the opportunity to win 
doing that. Uh, we're going to get a couple pieces of art from our friend Brian C. Rowe over at Odyssey Art. I think you have another statue of um, like yeah, a Joker. It's, yeah, it's the Batman Arkham Origins Collector's Edition. It's Bear in mind, just the statue. Uh, yeah. But it is a fairly mm-hmm. large and very beautifully – it's just awesome-looking statue that actually will have uh, – has a Roman Sionis leaning over a desk table. The head actually slides up out of the neck, and you can replace it with Joker. Uh, and there's a whole bunch of TVs behind it that have, like, different villains in there and such that is all lit by LED. It is gorgeous, and I mean gorgeous oh, I've and seen large. It. It, it's it. about 17 inches long. And probably about eight inches high. It is uh, no joke. He's very large, large, large thing. Uh, And then on top of that, uh, we're going to do an annual subscription for DC Universe as well as one of the prizes. So at least four prizes that you can win. And I don't have the damn scale brought up. I I do. Actually, I just pulled it up. Uh, So I can tell you this now. So it's $10 for one ticket. uh, Or you can kind of treat it hourly. Like where it's, uh, you know, Extra Life is 24 hours. Basically, what it breaks down to is for twenty five bucks, uh, which is basically a dollar an hour, essentially for us. Uh, it's you'll get five tickets for fifty dollars, ten tickets, seventy five, eighteen tickets, a uh, hundred dollars for thirty tickets, one hundred and twenty five for forty five tickets, one fifty will get you sixty five tickets, and two hundred dollars will get you a hundred tickets. So uh, you do definitely get some bonuses the more and more that you set up. So basically, at two hundred dollars or more. The max you can get entered in for us is 100 tickets for anything. So I do want to actually state, too, the way to actually do this is head over to extra-life.org. And what I want you to do is click on that search for player, and I only want you to use one name. Um, I actually already hit my goal this year, which oh, I'm really excited about. That's awesome. uh, I, hit it, I hit it about three weeks ago, so I already made, I already pulled in $1,000 uh, for the charity, which I'm super excited about. So – uh, just search Ben Beck, B-E-N space B-E-C-K. All donations need to be made to Ben to enter into this to get the tickets just to help support Ben's uh, extra life work. Because uh, you just finished up uh, a big charity uh, for the uh, for the firefighters uh, foundation, right? Yeah, for, for the for the Leary the Leary uh, Leary Firefighters Foundation, which I was doing, um, mm-hmm. in which I raised uh, about six hundred and fifty dollars. So not bad. And yeah, now I'm moving right from one charity into another. But you know what? It's that time of year. It always happens at the end of the year. And uh, but I'm more than happy to to continue doing charity work and collecting. So um, now we're moving into extra life, and I'm excited. Yeah. So just remember, the only way that we know that you're from D.C. is if you put a message in there. So you have to write something like D.C. primetime. You can just say primer, whatever, you know, whatever you want to say about D.C., put it in a comment. And we know that's why you're entering and we'll make sure you get added into the mix. We'll be able to pull your information. We'll contact our winners during Extra Life. So you will you will find out or at least we'll make our announcement of any winners. So please, please, please make sure to uh, get involved. There may be other chair, uh, like right, things getting raffled off as well. Uh, it sounds like PS nation may be doing the raffle and that's a team that we play for. Uh, they did not do one last year, but it sounds like this year may be, they may actually be doing something. So there might be some non DC related things that could be things that are PlayStation oriented that could be getting raffled off as well. So uh, I can't speak to that directly, but it sounds like that could be the case. So definitely, you know, hang in there. Um, there might be a whole bunch more that we'll be talking about over the next month about Extra Life. But definitely, you know, 
give what you can uh, because, again, also you're, you can get some really awesome stuff out of the deal too. So. And, and the other thing that we have to make sure we mention too when it comes to this is that we don't see a dime of this money. Every, th- no. every cent goes right to the Children's Miracle Network uh, in which the hospital that Rob and I are both playing for is the uh, Children's Hospital of Philadelphia. So uh, – and 100 percent of the proceeds go directly to Children's Miracle Network and gets filtered down to um, – Children's Hospital. So we don't see a dime in this. It goes directly to it. So you know your money is going directly to the charity. There's nothing that you have to worry about. We're not taking anything off the top. Nothing. Right. We, goes- we are actually paying for the these things that we're giving away. Um, yeah. You know, yeah. You know, uh, we paid to get Kevin Kevin to sign off on stuff. We're going to be paying for that primetime, uh, you know, that DC Universe subscription, so on and so forth. Um, we, we do this because one, we love giving stuff away to you guys. And secondly, we uh, we want to we want to do anything we can to help incentivize you all to donate. So. Yeah, because we're very we're very passionate about this. We do this charity every year. Uh, it's one of our favorite times of year. And it, it, while it is a lot of fun to do to spend all this time together and just game for twenty four hours, uh, it makes us feel good when we're done. As tired as we may be, uh, we feel great at the end of the day because we know we did it for a great cause. So yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Um, all right. Um, well, we already made our recommendations. Uh, Heroes in Crisis. We're not going to say anything about. Any spoilers on on what's going on, but definitely a new crisis and a new crisis always means the same thing for a certain character or character legacy. So, (laughs) yeah, this definitely changes it. Yeah. um, So uh, very interesting. Um, So if you uh, are reading comics, I highly recommend pick up that book as soon as you get a chance, because, wow, um, it was uh, intense and kind of sad. Uh, but it sounds like it's going to be an amazing kind of murder mystery whodunit kind of story. So yeah, exactly. Uh, cheap plug, so we can get out of here because I know you've got stuff to do. As uh, yeah, I. I've got people walking in the door in about five minutes. <laughs> so. uh, but you can catch, uh, check out this podcast as well as all other podcasts on the podcast that on the Next Level Podcast Network, nextlevelradioonline.com, facebook.com slash nextlevelradioonline. Uh, my podcast, the, the Spotlight, just relaunched. I had an interview with my buddy Pete Mitchell, who is a musician based out of California. And this coming week, I'm excited. I'm going to have Tyler Labine on the podcast, who, if you don't know, has been in shows like Reaper, uh, Deadbeat, movies like uh, Tucker and Dale versus Evil, so I'm, I'm extremely excited to have him on the podcast this week. And of course, don't forget the pot, the Facebook page for this podcast, facebook.com slash DC Primetime. And as for me, you can always find me at the Capping Crew cast of pods on nextlevelradioonline.com. Uh, our next episode will definitely be the Halloween episode. We're just trying to figure out what to do because we've done a lot of them in the past. And it's uh, how do we not repeat ourselves too heavily? <laughs> so <laughs> uh, so we're trying to get that hashed out uh, very soon. So that'll be probably coming out mid-month, uh, probably around uh, uh, probably right around when these shows are kicking off. So uh, so we had a little bit of a break as we were doing a heavy extra life prep. Um, so we're uh, we're just getting everything back up to speed, but it'll definitely be coming super soon. Uh, so uh, just uh, stay tuned for that but always as a big special thanks to our good friend George Shaw at georgeshawmusic.com who provides the music you hear in the show each and every week yeah uh, so thanks for joining us again for this week's episode and this week's issue of DC Primetime remember next week is going to be our preview show of all the shows coming back following week will be Titans uh, the review of t- the Titans launch and then after that we are back to business but until that time we'll see you guys around the bend take care peace <laughs>